So today we're going to be talking about what to do after we've kind of developed an understanding for non-thinking and begun experiencing some of the really peaceful, joyful, and just exuberant effects of non-thinking. So if you've been following me this far and just through the practice and conversations that we've been having, we've talked a lot about non-thinking and what it can do for us. And just to recap really quickly, we just started talking about how thinking is the root cause of all of our suffering. And the more that we think, the more issues and problems and complications and ill feelings that we begin to have inside. And it's not so much about the content of our thinking, but that we're thinking at all. And so it's not really what we're thinking about. It's that we're thinking, period. So if you noticed a lot, if you've begun becoming a lot more stressed and a lot more just irritable or frustrated or any sort of negative emotion, the higher amplitude or the higher the intensity of that emotion, you'll start to notice that you're having a lot of thinking going on in that moment. And there's actually a direct correlation with how much thinking we have going on at any given moment and the intensity of that emotion that we're feeling. And typically with just any thinking at all, it, it, it usually produces tons of negative emotions. So with this law of non-thinking or just practicing the principle of non-thinking, that just allows us to create this space where we can allow the thoughts to settle and then fall away. And in that space, we actually find ourselves in there. That's our consciousness, our soul. And it's that little voice. It's, it's that silent whisper almost of just pure peace, pure presence, pure joy and love. And that is where we want to live. It's, it's within this space that we create when we aren't thinking, essentially. And that's when we can access flow. And that's when we start to access the infinite potential that we are. And just the universe, God, and whatever you might want to call it, quantum field. All of it is really the same. And so in that moment where we're, where we're practicing non-thinking or just having no thinking at all, that's when we access that flow. We access the universe. We begin to feel and experience this peace. And it is an amazing thing. And you've probably experienced it quite some time. Uh, and so what we do, or the, the problem that people tend to um, run into next is that we don't really know. Well, this is for me too. I didn't, just didn't really know what to do next. Like after I experienced this piece, then what? I'm just like looking around, like I don't know what to do. I don't know if I should create goals or not. I don't know. I'm kind of just like, you know, with, with all this energy that, that I was using before for thinking all of that energy is now freed up because we spend a lot of brain power thinking. I think our brain uses like 30, 40% of our, our total body's energy, which is quite a bit for like that little, that little organ, organ up there. So with all of that energy we were using, since we're not thinking anymore, it's freed up. And so that energy now is experiencing entropy and just, you know, expanding outwards with no direction really. And so at that point, that's when I began feeling a little bit lost. I didn't know really what to do with all of this newfound or newfound released energy. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. So with all of this energy, what do we do? The best thing that I've kind of come across now is to redirect that energy into inspiration because the nature of nature is just creation. I mean, if you look out in nature, trees, forests, mountains, just ecosystems, it's all constantly being created. 
there's always new life being formed, new seeds germinating, animals being born, all of these sorts of things. There's just life blooming everywhere, flowers, all, all sorts of things. So in that sense, we want to follow nature, right? And, and that's kind of what we always want to go back to is like, if we're ever lost, we just look at nature and we can get tons of inspiration of what we should be doing or what we could be doing or what is our true nature, not necessarily what we should be doing, but what is our true nature and then just embodying that more fully. So in this moment and in this case, when we are experiencing that non-thinking, it's really good to redirect a lot of that energy into goals of inspiration. So before, with all this thinking, we used to create goals out of desperation. And that leads to a lot of lack, frustration, scarcity, urgency, just ill feelings, frustrate, just all of these stressful emotions. And it just doesn't help. So the, the state in which we create our goals from is how we're going to feel during the duration of pursuing that goal. But now with non-thinking, we're in that state of peace. And so when we create that goal from that current state of peace, the journey to pursuing that goal is also going to reflect that same initial emotion that we were experiencing. So now it's the time to create goals out of inspiration. And so sit for a while and just do this exercise whenever you have time, but just sit there for 30 minutes, an hour and clear your mind and just experience non-thinking. And just if there's thinking going on, you can just realize that it is thinking and then just let it settle. Just like if you want to clear muddy water, you just let it sit there and then the dirt will settle and then the water will naturally become clear. And that's the nature of our minds. It will naturally become clear if we let it sit. So when we let that sit, see what comes up when you ask yourself the question of if you had all the money, all the money in the world, already traveled the world, had no fear and didn't receive any recognition for it. How would you help other people and what would you create? So with that question, it removes all sorts of, in all forms of thinking and removes any ego and removes any other people's advice and what they think we should do or anything like that. So, so disregard anything that you've been thinking before and any influences that, that have had any impact on your life in terms of like how you should be doing things, what you should be doing, what your goal should be, which it shouldn't be if it's a big goal, goal or small goal. None of that really matters and just see what comes up from within. And if you're in that state of peace, something will always come up and it will be inspiring and it will pull you towards that goal and it won't feel empty. You won't feel like urgency really to, or scarcity when, when thinking of that goal. You actually might feel like you want to go do it now, right? That's like inspiration. Um, urgency can be good or bad, but scarcity, right? Out of lack is, is, is different. And if you want to move out of fear, that's, that's not necessarily what we want to be going for. We want to create that goal out of that inspiration. So once we have that goal out of inspiration, it is so beautiful and you can start moving towards it. And it's just a beautiful state. And you just start like walking on this path and you start creating all of these things left and right. And it honestly might be something that you're already doing right now. And so if that's the case, remain in this state of non-thinking and just remove any sort of thinking, judgments, criticisms, voices, advice, suggestions of, from other people, external sources, and just let that settle and let it fall away and just continue on your path and continue being in that state of non-thinking. So as you're there, the next step to really do this is, or I guess kind of the next roadblock that you'll experience is that you're going to face a lot of obstacles, but really they're all different forms of the same thing. And that's really just thinking. So the only thing that can get us away from non-thinking is thinking. And I love this idea of like thinking and non-thinking because it's so 
binary. It's one or the other. And we don't have to deal with stress, anxiety, fear, frustration, guilt, shame. We just have to deal with, are we thinking or are we in the state of non-thinking? And that's it. If we're in a state of non-thinking, we're in bliss. If we're in a state of thinking, we're in stress. So if we're experiencing any negative emotion, remember that it is just thinking. And then you can just return back to center, your true self. So with that, the potential roadblocks are just going to be those that, that, that thinking going on. You're going to have thoughts come up. And then if you attach to those thoughts or any thinking going on, then that's where those emotions will come up. So what has helped me and a lot of other people as well, like one of my really good friends, he has uh, kind of like that A-type personality. He's a really amazing entrepreneur, extremely uh, successful, just like from, from my perspective that I can see him in. And once he began utilizing these principles of non-thinking, he just soared. So like he started closing like crazy deals, like $300 million venture funds for pitch decks and like another billion dollar energy storage company. Like it was crazy once he started like not think because thinking caused him to have imposter syndrome, start to doubt his abilities and be scared to like approach these people. But with non-thinking, all of that just dropped and he was able to just move towards that, that goal from inspiration. So and another pattern that he noticed, which was so key, was that he would notice that if he started his day from a state of thinking, his the rest of his day would pretty much follow that same pattern of just constantly overthinking, overanalyzing, criticizing, judging, being uh, frustrated, doubtful, stressed. But he noticed something else too, that on days that he wasn't thinking, so just experiencing his pure state of non-thinking, it was because he started his day off non-thinking. So it's it crazy. So like how we start our day will kind of dictate and determine, it kind of acts as this momentum and inertia of if we constantly, or if we, whatever we start with is what the we will kind of experience for the rest of the day. And it's kind of that same notion of when we create our goals from that specific state, that that state will follow us throughout the whole entire pursuit of that goal. And that's actually the same thing for our days. And that's why a lot of these successful people um, or even gurus or spiritual teachers, masters, things like that, they always have these rituals and how they start their day. And it's, it's very, very disciplined and precise. Now, it's not actually the ritual that's causing them to like be in this state. It actually just leads them to this state and, and the actual ritual doesn't matter. And that's why there's so many different religions, cultures, traditions, rituals, and all of these things that people have, especially when it comes to spirituality, that people do meditation or like sound bowls and all sorts of like Tibetan things or like dances and yoga or martial arts, or there, there's literally thousands of different rituals that people do that get them into the state of non-thinking. But that's the point, right? So the point here is if we start our day in a state of non-thinking, it will carry out throughout the rest of the day. And if we repeat that every day, then we constantly stay in that state of non-thinking. So how do we get in there? So what he did, what my, my good friend did, it was that he created a ritual for himself so that he starts his day off in that state of non-thinking. So he does things like pray in the morning or meditate or journals. He, I believe he does a couple of other things too, like exercise, but everyone has a different ritual and not every person is going to have the same types of rituals. And so if we're following other people's advice on, hey, this is how you should start your morning. Yes, it, it, it could be something that works for them, but it doesn't necessarily work for you or anybody else. It's something that you need to develop yourself 
And so that's why when we follow these religions and have these predetermined traditions and rituals for us, that's why it doesn't necessarily work all the time. It works for some people, but not all. And so with that, you want to create your own ritual that helps you get into this state of non-thinking. For me, I do something called Qigong, and that's spelled Q-I-G-O-N-G. I love this type of martial arts. It's what was introduced to me by my own coach. It may or may not have worked, but I did it and I liked it. And it really helps me get into that state of non-thinking. That's how I start my day. And with that, I can feel all of this energy through my hands and it puts me into that state of non-thinking. It's not necessarily the movements that get me into that state of non-thinking, but it guides me into that. And the most important part is that it puts me into that state of non-thinking. And there's so many different things that can get us into that state. So the actual movements, actions, rituals do not matter as much as the intention that we put behind it and the state of mind that we go into once we start doing these things. So meditation might work for some people. It might not work for others. Some other people might be martial arts, jigong. It might be, it not, might not be. Some people it's journaling. Some people it's praying. Some people it's doing, it's, I don't know, like crystal healing beds. I have no idea, right? Everyone has their own thing. It might be exercise. It might be drawing. It might be painting. It might be whatever it is, watching the sunrise, taking a walk. It could be literally anything. But if you have a routine and if you have some sort of ritual that you create that helps you put yourself into that state of non-thinking, that's the goal. So it's not necessarily the action, but it is the state that it helps you go into. So that's pretty much all I have for this video. Hopefully that helps. So do those things in, in order, right? So one is to practice and experience that state of non-thinking and just constantly remember that principle. And all you really have to do is just remember it and then boom, the thoughts will settle and it will start to dissipate. The next thing is to create your goal out of inspiration and not desperation. So allow yourself some time and some space for this to arise and come up within yourself. Once you do that, you're then going to experience and some random thought is going to pop up and say, this is what you're meant to do. And this is what you're inspired to do right now. So follow that, write it down and to remember that constantly as well, because that's really what you're created and born to do. And it, there's no pressure to do it and for the rest of your life, really. But again, we the only real moment that exists right now is the present. So don't worry about the future. If you're going to do this for like 10, 15, 50 years, it doesn't really matter. This is just how you feel in the moment. And that's what you're called to do. So remember that goal of inspiration and keep it there and write it down. After that, you're going to experience thinking, right? Coming back into your life. That's totally okay. Totally normal. What we can do to help combat this is to create a ritual that helps put you into that state of non-thinking so that when you start your day with non-thinking, that momentum and inertia carries on for the rest of the day so that you remain in that state. Because if we don't have that, then it's really, really difficult to break out of that state of non or break out of that state of thinking. Because most of the time when we wake up, what do we experience? We wake up, we check our phones, boop, social media bombarding, like comparing with other people. Oh, look, this person's successful. Oh, look, this other person like passed away. Oh, look, there's the news saying this. Oh, like there's all these sorts of crises going on. And just our brain just starts thinking like crazy. So that's why the phone is one of the, literally the worst things to check in the morning. So if we start off our day like that, just imagine how the rest of our day is going to go, right? It's just it just kind of follows that law. The object motion will stay in motion unless acted upon by an external force. So we will continue into that train of thinking unless an external force comes and acts upon it. So that's what we can do. We can be the external force that acts in the beginning of the day so that we begin the day in that state of non-thinking so it carries on for the rest of the 12, 14 hours that we're awake. So do that. Create a ritual that puts you into that state. It could be anything 
Don't pressure, don't put too much pressure on finding one specific thing. Just feel it out. Just entertain ideas, try other things out. You might have no idea what it is. And actually the thing that you end up doing might really surprise you. So don't leave any possibilities off the table. Just let your mind wander, see where it goes, stay in that state, create that space so that new thoughts, ideas can come in and find that ritual for yourself. Once you have that, continue practicing it daily and you're going to seriously experience some profound changes because if you constantly do that ritual daily and get into that state of non-thinking right first thing in the morning, every single day will be totally different. You're going to experience so much more joy, so much more fulfillment, so much more love, peace, happiness, and then move towards that goal of inspiration that you have so much quicker and really the time doesn't matter but you're going to enjoy the process so much more so that's all i have for this video thanks so much for listening and let me know if you have any other questions